Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Austin, Texas, Central Texas, worldwide. Welcome into the baddest, I mean the baddest Saturday show in the land. All right, this is the Horn Radio Station where we are live, local, and we are digital. That is D'Angelo playing ever so eloquently and soothingly in the background. All right, without further ado, let's do it how only we do it and kick it how only we kick it. Yo, no matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., listen to me, at 12 p.m., it's my time to give you the sunshine. And from the north to the south and the east to the west, listen, please do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, listen to me, you know you are blessed. It's your hostess with the most, it's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I'm live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, energy to waste. Yes, that's right. And if you're looking for inspiration, unity, and community, then watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this. It is guaranteed. Listen to me. It is guaranteed that you are in the right place. And so you already know. Yep. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. So you and me and we can grow. Oh, yeah. I'm geeked, y'all. I'm so excited. We've got an incredible show. So what I need for you to do right now is, listen, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. All right, 104.9 The Horn. Tell them about the show, Real Life, Real Talk. And yes, as always, we will have this show uploaded on all your streaming platforms. You can always go to The Horn uh, website. Uh, Find us at Real Life, Real Talk underneath the podcasting section, and you can download and grab all of our shows from there, especially this one. Well, we're going to do it up real big. Got a fantastic show today, and I am incredibly enthusiastic and excited about it. All right, so text your friends. All right, get on the horn, call them, tell them to tune in to Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, and they got something special. We will feed their souls today. I promise you that, all right? So we're going to get it all started right. Great week for me. All right, great week for me as a father, right, as a husband. Um, you know, blessed to have a beautiful and amazing wife, Shana. Those of y'all who've been listening to the show, y'all heard her on the show. Um, our third child, Sage Campbell, man, she celebrated her second, right, her second birthday. So shout out to you, Sage. Your daddy loves you. Um, she celebrated her second birthday this Thursday or Thursday of this week earlier. And what a joy, right? You know what I'm saying? Being somebody who was born uh, during a time, I'm mean, it's just crazy how time goes, man, during a time when, you know, the snowstorms were taking place in, in Austin. And, and I can remember when Shane and I were rushing to the delivery room, like I was nervous. I wasn't going to be involved with the baby thinking that I had COVID. And I remember like having to go get the, the COVID test, the rapid test, not too far off of Far West to get clearance to be able to be within the hospital. And then we bring her home and there's even more adversity, right? Even more adversity waiting in our life because snowstorms come through in Texas and we lose electricity. So here we are with a newborn baby, no electricity in the home for weeks. I mean, 
baby girl, you are a trooper. And I'm so incredibly excited for your life and what is destined for you. Your mommy and daddy love you. Um, and so happy second birthday to you, Miss Sage Campbell. And uh, keep the ball rolling, right? As an MS patient, as somebody who's diagnosed with MS, been living with the disease of multiple sclerosis for 15 years, y'all know I've been dedicating my life, right, towards advocacy and leaving things better than the way that I found them and focusing on what we can do for minorities and underserved communities with multiple sclerosis. So bringing it back, all right, we're going to have our Reach for the reach on the Road and Barbecue and Boots uh, event that is taking place April the 1st, y'all, all right? You come. Grab, grab a ticket at ProPlayerFoundation.org. Head there now. All right, learn about this event. We bring in, we have panels, we have doctors, uh, as well as patient advocates to tell their story, what it has been like in their community to live a life with MS. Doctors educating our communities. But then more than that, it's not just the educational, yo, we have fun, yo, lay your head back. It's called barbecue and boots for a reason. So if we go from an educational panel on April the 1st, then we go to barbecue and boots, right, where we got 12 restaurants in the house, maybe even more, desserts, literally anything that you can think of. I'm not going to reveal our restaurants yet, but I'll get there. And, uh, yeah, we come together and just have a good time we celebrate. We celebrate the willingness to conquer MS. This ain't no thing where we get out, have a sad story about the disease. Now nah, we're going to talk about it. And then we're going to have fun with music and food and fellowship, brother. Be at the Hyatt Regency April the 1st. You don't want to miss it. Head to ProPlayerFoundation.org. And I, as y'all know, uh, my inspirational speaker, Travel of Country, delivering message of empowerment, um, just like I do on this radio show. So I was called to do an Instagram live and, sh and shout out to my man, uh, JD up there in Austin, up there in Dallas, Texas. And we got on a live together this week because y'all know I'm always talking. You <laughs> DC can't shut up sometimes, right? And so we did a discussion on why men remain silent. And I want to say this because the statistics are all dropping and I have a lot of male listeners on the show, right? Because this show is all about inspiration. It's all about knowledge. It's all about wisdom. Men are in the middle ages are leading the pack in terms of suicide. And a lot of that has to do with, in middle age, we get lonelier. And the reason we get lonelier is because things have mounted up for us in life and generational curses are continuing in our lives and we haven't gotten to the standpoint of finding the help or finding an avenue where we can break those cycles. You see, ladies, we come from a culture as men where we are taught never to cry. Right. We're taught never to give into our emotions. We're taught never to to ask for help. And so when you get to your middle age and life starts happening and things are taking place and and, and uh, you've lost people in life that you've loved or people have gone on or people have moved away. So now you're stuck and we become the loneliest creatures that are on the face of the earth, middle aged men. And we don't know what to do. And so we start to check out. And so as my male listeners who are listening into this show right now, I wanted to take a step back because this was very important before we dig into the messages that we have for today. Yo, please make an attempt to check in on your friends today. The ones that are in your circle, make the valiant attempt to check in on them today and see how they are doing. When you ask them how they're doing, if they say good, yo, that ain't a good enough answer. Really check in and dive in deeper and really get to the root. A lot of the reason why we don't open up to each other because we don't know how to get vulnerable. Right. And what I encourage people to do is to take a risk as men. Take a risk with your friends and take a risk to open up your heart. What's the worst thing that can happen? I guarantee you, you'll see that you have more in common with your friends than you think. All right. Build that relationship of trust. Refer to one another. All right. But do things right today. 
And as men, I'm just calling us all, yo, check in on one another in all seriousness and see how things are going. Yo, that's important. All right. Do that for us today. Let's break the cycle as men. All right, let's get into our Let That Marinate On Your Cerebrum because this is huge. This is huge. All right, it's a two-part series. They say shoot for the stars, right? They say shoot for the stars, neglecting the fact that the first thing that you got to do is get your behind in the rocket first. Yeah, they say shoot for the stars, but they neglect the fact that the first thing that you got to do when you're shooting for the stars or when you're shooting for the moon, yo, you got to get in the rocket first. You got to make up in your mind mind that you're going to get your behind up and put action behind towards what you're going to do. All right. If you don't have the belief in yourself, understand that you seek knowledge, that you seek research. All right. Those are things that help you build up the belief in yourself. That's getting your behind up and doing something about it. Ask for help with your unbelief. And the more you, you, you try to get out of that cycle, the more you know, listen to me, the more you grow, the more you research, the more you learn, the more you grow. And there's your confidence. I love the movie 42. I love the movie 42, and it, it's the biggest part for the movie with Jackie Robinson. Uh, Jackie Robinson, that was, that was played by my man Chadwick Boseman, uh, was the fact that there's a character in there called, his name is Ed. But his name is Ed Charles, and he's a real live character. He's a real person that existed. In the movie, there's this moment when Jackie Robinson is getting onto the, rail, onto the railroad, and he's getting ready to make his way up to Brooklyn, where he's going to become a Brooklyn Dodger, right? First black man to ever play in the majors. There's a young boy who puts his head down on the railroad tracks and he's yelling. He's like, I can still hear Jackie. I can still hear him. That young man's name was Ed Charles. He's a real live character. Ed Charles was somebody in 1946 who saw Jackie Robinson while he was playing his club or his spring ball with the Montreal Royals down in Florida. Ed risked everything to go see Jackie Robinson play. And what he said, this was a unique quote. He said it was the equivalent to watching a miracle in Jim Crow South, watching Jackie Robinson. So he saw Jackie Robinson play, y'all. Y'all stay with me. He risked everything by going to go see Jackie Robinson play behind the fences. And when he saw Jackie Robinson playing behind the fences, it caused his mind to be blown. Yeah, it caused him to believe that he could hop in the rocket and go out and chase or go out and reach the moon and chase his stars, all because he was willing to get his behind up and go see Jackie. That allowed him to become somebody who six years later, from the day he he saw Jackie off the railroad track, six years later, he got a major league contract. Yeah, it was low on the total pole. Yeah, it was in in a a double-A, triple-A type of setting, but he got one. And then from there... After being after being on uh, in, in the under league minor leagues for eight years, he eventually got a contract with the Kansas City Athletics and then the New York Mets. And turns out, as a third baseman in the major leagues, he ends up winning a world championship with the Mets. Yo, he's the highlight of the character that most people don't know in the movie Forty Two. But where did it all start? Because he got his behind up, and it allowed him to believe that he could be a major leaguer one day. And here's the second part of let that man in your cerebrum. The second piece is as you are rushing to the moon. Yo, don't forget to grab all the clouds along the way. Listen, it's going to be some hurt that you got to grab along the way. Yep, it's going to be some knowledge and some wisdom you got to grab along the way. It's going to be some betrayal. You got to reach out and grab that along the way. It's going to be some sickness and going to be some ailments as you're going towards your goal. The moon and stars, that's nothing more than the goal. That's what I'm talking about. It's nothing more than a metaphor. The moon and the goal, that's what you're doing. And along the way, take all the bad. 
Take all the good because it is a part of your journey. And guess what? The man up above is going to utilize it in you to help somebody else who's coming around you or, 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 or in front of you as the future foretold. But everything a part of the journey is essential. So reach out and grab it. Yeah, let that made on your cerebrum. As you are rushing to the moon, do not forget to grab all the clouds along the way. Yeah, all of that, all the joy, grab it. All the learning experiences, grab it. All the lessons learned, yo, grab them along the way as you go towards the moon because you will utilize it in so many different ways, y'all. I love y'all. I respect y'all. Yo, keep it tuned in to the radio dial. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Take us out. I said it to the sound of the guitar, Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, y'all. Oh, this is amazing. What an exciting and a great tune of music, man. We switching up the style today. Yo, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Oh, welcome back to Real Life, Real Talk in this second segment. I am at TC Speaks 32. Send me an email, Tyler at TC Speaks. Dot com uh visit i am tylercampbell.com and you can find me on youtube type in tc speaks 32 you'll find all those videos that are out there inspirational words inspirational messages yo you need you pick me up your boy tc has got you to the fullest live and direct man but hey this playlist the bumper list for this week in case you didn't know that illustrious sound yo maria maria oh man yo it's taking me back Taking me back to childhood times, man. Santana. Santana, man. Say less. You don't, you, when you know you don't when you only got to be referred to by one name. The band is Ice Cold. Yo, check out the accolades by Santana. I mean, listen, when Carlos Santana, who obviously the, the, the music group had been through numerous, numerous men, members, right? But the remaining constant is, yo, if you got that one shining star, yo, everything is made all the better. His ability to get on the keys, I mean, get on the chords of a guitar and literally manipulate his fingers in such a way that the guitar starts to sing with every fiber of its being. Yo, Carlos Santana and the group Santana, yo, legendary. Okay, how legendary? To my newcomers, my new cats. Listen to this. 1969 is when the group actually formed. They've been through 26 albums. Carlos Santana, 26 albums. We talk about longevity. We talk about consistency. Yo, 26 albums. How does that work out for him? Eight Grammys. All right, three Latin Grammys. He's got two albums in the Grammy Hall of Fame. And I think one 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 song that is also uh, in the Latin Grammy Hall of Fame. But consistency, right? Consistency and music that just soothes the soul, man. So thank you, Carlos Santana. Thank you, Santana, man. But that right there, that crossover into the R&B, Wyclef Jean, a young Wyclef Jean, Maria, Maria. Yo, y'all, y'all go ahead, download that thing. Tell them your boy Tyler Campbell sent you. All right, so if you're late tuning in, yo, shame on you. But as always, I've got you. All right, in that first segment, I'll let that marinate on your cerebrum. We talked about, they say, shoot for the moon, right? But they neglect the fact to tell you that you got to get your behind up and get in the rocket first. Yeah, you got to help yourself have belief even in those midst of moments of unbelief. All right. And the more you know, the more you grow. 
So if you're having trouble believing in yourself, then get knowledge. Go out and get wisdom. Go out and conduct research that helps you in the field that you are growing in. Knowledge and wisdom will always be the most powerful tools in the world. And the more you know, the more you grow and the more confident you, you become. All right. Now, the second piece that I let that man in the cerebrum, after you get your behind in the rocket and then you're shooting for the moon. All right. Don't forget to grab every single doggone cloud that you come across. All right. Don't just go and chase. You've got to take every moment. Every hurt, all right, every joy, right, every pain, every uncertainty, every betrayal, every sickness, every ailment, uh, every open door. Take all of that with you and never forget it as you're going down the journey towards the moon. Some people get so high on the goal that they forget to embrace all the little things along the way. That's why I'm telling you, yo, don't forget to grab your clouds as you're chasing and going to the moon. Don't forget to do it. All right. That's principle number. That was principle. Uh, not principle number number uh, number two, but let that the second part two of let that man under your cerebrum. All right. So take that with you. Store it in your hip pocket. Let that breathe for yourself throughout the course of this week and, and let your mind meditate on that. All right. Now, let's get this show on the road. All right. This is what people tune in for. This is where the money is made. And I'm so incredibly excited about this one. Yo, shout out to my father in law. Uh, Tony Watson, who's out there in Sacramento, man, father-in-law, I love you. You're the first one to introduce me to this saying. I also want to dedicate this show uh, through the research that I conducted, man, with Howard Ware, somebody who was a head coach at Houston Tillerson University, the HBCU, the only HBCU we have here in Central Texas. Uh, he coached track and field at Houston Tillerson for over 20 years, produced numerous, numerous uh, All-Americans, as well as even Olympians at little old Houston Tillerson University. Yo, Coach Ware, down there coaching Louisiana now. High school kids giving it back. I love you, Coach. Yo, a big reason why I got my scholarships, the speeds you helped me conduct with your time here in Austin, Texas, putting me in the sweatshop down there uh, underneath the basketball course at HT and running out there at Yellow Jacket Stadium. And also, shout out to Mr. Carl J. Lyles. He is the sprint coach at uh, Mississippi State. University in the SEC. He's somebody who really broke down the terminology of sprinting for me and uh, just helped me gain confidence. The things that I'm talking about that I'm going to deliver to you all in this show. Believe me, y'all, I walk it like I talk it. I utilize my life as an example. The things that I give you on this show are principles that I have always lived by and learned. So you boy don't just hop up on a mic and let it rip. Sometimes, yes, but the first thing I do is I conduct research. I try to gain my knowledge, all right? I try to get those things to give me confidence that give me that ability to know that with my delivery, bro, I'm going to help get you right today. Yeah, I'm going to help get your mind right. I'm going to get your soul what it needs so you feel like whatever it is that you are going through, yeah, you will get to what you need to do. All right. And you will make it happen for yourself and you open doors and then you open, leave those doors open so other people can walk through. All right. So today we're going to be talking about get your stride right. Yep. Today we're going to talk about get your stride right. All right. Or it's time to get your stride right. And that's right with the R.I.T.E. When I was growing up, uh, there was a company that had been around for ages called Stride Rights. All right. And Stride Right was founded by Jacob Strasberg and Philip Green. All right. In the early 1900s, their specialty was conducting a, a business that would produce shoes for kids and they would be comfortable. All right. And that started in the 20s. All right. Stride Rights has literally been around for over 100 for 103 years this year in 23. 103 years. So there's consistency again. All right. They are the pioneers in shoe development and comfort 
for children. Stride Rights has been around and they will continue to be around. All right. So when I talk about your stride today, I am literally going to be utilizing the stride as a way for you uh, to live by. Like your stride in the case that we're going to utilize it for today is how you live your life. All right. Your stride is that thing that keeps you going. So get your stride right is meaning like get that walk together, get that talk together, get that being together in your life that allows you to continue to push forward. Yo, how do we do that? What is the mindset? What is the heart set that we need to cultivate? And we're going to get our stride right today. All right. So we're going to walk it like we talking, man. If you ain't having fun, what you doing for, you know what I'm saying? Stuff always comes into my mind. So principle number one today. All right. All right. Know your stride and accept it. That's principle number one. Yo, know your stride and accept it. Don't like it. Sometimes people don't like the way that they are built. Sometimes people don't like their qualities. Sometimes people don't like the way that they look. I want y'all to get comfortable with your being. I want you to love who you see, get your stride right, and get comfortable in it. Because a lot of times we see the success of somebody else, and we want our success to look exactly like theirs. Yeah, we want the gifts that they have. Yep, yep, yep. We want the family that they have. Not recognizing that that story of how they live their life or what it is that they do, that story has already been written. So you can't take that. Because if you're spending all your time chasing after what they've done, what they're doing, the money they're making, the cars that they drive, the house that they live in, the kids, the family, all of those things, the job, for Pete's sake, if you are living, watching, and breathing what somebody else is doing, you are holding yourself back and delaying your progression that much further. The result of living off of somebody else's stride is you're going to start to have health problems. You're going to start getting stuck in life. Um, You're going to miss out on delivering or upholding some of the greatest talent that the world has never, ever seen because you aren't letting yourself breathe. When I think of somebody who who, who knows their stride and accepts it. Y'all, you lost track and field as an example. Allison Felix was somebody who I first got acquainted with when I was 17 years old and I went out to Pasadena, California. By the time um, I got out there, there was a woman who was always working out on the track by herself. And at that time, I didn't know it. It was, at, it was Allison Felix at 18 years old and she had just turned professional from high school to professional track athlete. From that point on, she builds a resume that is unbelievable. 22 gold medals, six silver, and four bronze in her career as a USA track and field athlete. But what I want to focus on is what she was able to do as a 36-year-old at the back end of her career. She was planning to have that tour in the World Championships in Oregon this past summer as the last track meet that she was going to have. Right? She ends up not qualifying for finals in the 400-meter race that she'd been working all her life to end strongly on. She doesn't make the finals. She ends up going back to L.A. She's eating some chicken wings, getting ready to just lay her hand down and relax because the career is over. She gets a phone call from USA Track and Field. They ask her to join the 4x400-meter relay team, and she joins the relay team. They make the finals. She ends her last track meet at 36 years old with a gold medal. And what happened was she didn't get discouraged because what she ran in the 400 meters alone for herself that she didn't make the finals in, yo, she didn't let that discourage her. She got out there. She stayed firm in her stride. It wasn't the same stride she had when she was 20, but she knew what she was. She knew what she was capable of. She knew how to run her race. And sometimes we get caught up in not running our own doggone race. 
and we don't accept the stride that we are in. She accepted her age. She knew what she had to do. Get the stick around, run her race the best way that she could. She gets a gold medal because she knows her stride, and she accepted it. Your stride is your stride. The way that you live your life, the humble beginnings that you come from, either the money that you know that you came from, the way that you grew up, mom, single parent home, two parent home, youngest child, oldest child, that is all a part of your stride. So don't let those things die down. Those are the things that make you who you are. You got to let them breathe. You got to love those things. You got to enjoy all of those things. And you've got to get yourself in tune with who you are. And a lot of the reason why people don't progress is because they aren't being themselves. They don't know how to be the total authentic you because you've been ashamed of who you are. Yeah, you tried to hide where you grew up. Yep, you tried to mask it with clothes. You tried to mask it with a car. You tried to mask it with fake friends. You tried to mask it with drug abuse and addiction or, or sex or other things. You tried to mask those things. And I'm telling you to let it breathe. Be you. Let yourself speak it. Let yourself walk in how you feel. Get your stride right and accept who you are. Love your name. Love your first name. Love your last name. Love your skin color, your eyes, everything. Love it about you and you live and walk in your stride and accept it. Know who you are. Know that stride and accept it. All right. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. We're going to keep Santana rolling for us. And I'll catch you guys on the other side of this break. trying to picture my man Santana moving his fingers up and down the guitar like that. Yo, it's, it's music. It's magical, man. I'm sorry. I get I get lost in it, y'all. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Listen, welcome back to another edition of Real Life, Real Talk. Your boys are hype and extremely excited. Thank you for joining in. It is a true honor and privilege, something I do not take lightly, all right? Listen, tell a friend to tell a friend. Sending you text messages, 512-337-3776. Yo, we are live. We are local. We are digital. This is the Horn Radio Station. You are tuning in to the livest radio show on Saturday afternoons, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Your boy is always here. As long as the Lord up above will bless me to be here, I promise I'm in trying to give this microphone a workout uh, and if you're just now tuning in, yo, don't be ashamed. Your boy got you. I got you. We family. Come on. This is the horn. We family, y'all. Um, I'm at TC Speaks 32, always with the positive enthusiasm. Send me an email, Tyler at TCSpeaks.com. Also go to our website, www.iamtylercampbell.com. Uh, Amazon best-selling author is what I am. The ball that came out, life from the other side of the field. Go out there and grab it. And uh, somebody who's a multiple sclerosis advocate and just all about trying to change things for the better. You know, that's what I stand for. That is who I am. That is what I'm about. If you're just now tuning into the show, like I said, listen, I got you. All right. Today's segment, we've been talking about, yo, God, it's time to get your stride right. Yeah. And that's R-I-T-E. It's time to get your stride right. The moms out there, when I say stride right, they automatically know. Right. They think in those those tennis shoes that you put your little toddlers in that are comfortable, that help their feet and, uh, yeah, make it easier for them to walk. And that's exactly right. I looked at that and I saw the progression. I saw, yo, if we can get our stride right in life. Yeah. By the way that we live our life, that's what I'm utilizing the stride for. If we can get our stride right in life. 
yo, we are destined to accomplish some great things and watch this, bless some amazing people in the process. So principle number one of getting your stride right, you know, of course, I'm utilizing track and field as a sport of choice to help us get to our destination today. Talked about know your stride and accept it, right? Know who you are and accept it. Know what you can and can't do and accept it. Know that you don't like typing notes on the computer. you rather do them by hand, yo, accept it. Know that you battle a little bit of trouble reading so it's easier for you to do, do audible books instead of flipping pages. Yo, accept it. Know that it's easier for you to, to learn things in small groups of people. Yo, accept it. So what, you got a little bit of social anxiety over here and, and it's easier for you to work again in tandem with smaller groups? Yo, accept it. Yeah, you got diabetes over here, uh, but it's not keeping you down. But you do have to monitor yourself monitor yourself in a certain way so that you can take care of yourself so you can be here for the longevity. Yo, that's your stride. Yo, know it and accept it. Doesn't mean you have to let it defeat you, but you can't act like it doesn't exist. What I'm telling people is you get tuned in and focused on who you are and what you are about, the way your skin looks, the way your hair is, all of your qualities of life, and you walk in that. You stride in that. A lot of us will experience greater health problems, right? Greater levels of anxiety, greater levels of feeling stuck in life. And a lot of it has to do with we aren't walking or we aren't, we aren't living by our own stride. No, 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 no. We're trying to follow in the footsteps of somebody else's life. We're watching what they're doing. We're trying to duplicate what they have done or what they are doing currently and their success right, is trumping whatever success that we may be in, be seeing in our own lives or what we may even be blinded to in our own life. And I talked about how Allison Felix, all right, one of the probably will go down as one of the more decorated sprinters to have ever lived, right, 22 gold medals, six silver medals, four bronze medals, and, and talking about how she got her last gold medal, her last race of her retirement tour, literally because, you know, she didn't make the finals in, in a race before. She, getting older, running a little, not as fast as Tom's, but she honed in and she ran the race that she needed to run for the 4x400 in her last race because she understood where she was. She knew what she needed to do with the baton in her hand, and she ran the way that she could to the best of her ability, even though she wasn't the same 18-year-old professional walking on the scenes straight out of high school into the professional ranks. She wasn't running with the same speed, but she knew what her stride was. Right. And she accepted her stride. Right. And she owned her stride. Right. And it helped her get the baton uh, at a faster rate around the track than anybody ever envisioned. And because she did that, she contributed to her team winning a gold medal. Yo, you may not be the same way you were in your 20s. Yep. Might be a little long in the two. May have a little bit more gray hair. I can empathize with that. I got that, too. Yo, but there's wisdom in that. Yeah. Your stride is still good. Why? Because it's totally authentically you. Know your stride and accept it. That's principle number one. All right, so let's mosey on down. Principle number two, positioning yourself is key. Write that down, all right? Positioning yourself is key. I think one of my favorite sprinters is always going to be a native Texan by the name of Michael Johnson, straight out of Dallas, Texas, all right? Michael Johnson, and I remember in 19, I believe it was 1996, Oh, I can't believe it. I, I didn't write it down. But I believe it's in the late 1990s, and he set the world record in the 400 meters with a time of 43 seconds, 43-18. All right, 43, 43 and 18 milliseconds, right? And so he sets the world record. 
Nobody had ever seen a 400-meter time be that fast before. And I dove deeper into it because my son's a track athlete. He runs the 400, right? Don't, I don't know why he runs the 400, but he runs the 400. Chelsea's running. And so when I watch Michael Johnson run, like his stride is literally so smooth. It doesn't look like my man is even trying when you roll back the YouTube footage of it, right? And so he literally broke the 400 meters down into like four different levels, all right? There's the start of the first 100, right? And then there's the second backstretch to uh, 100. Then there's the curve of that 100, and then there's the 100 meters coming home. A full lap around the track is 400 meters. And what he says is key with his stride. He says, in the first 100 meters, I get out literally as fast as I can, as hard as I can. In the second 200, it's about relaxing. But the crazy thing, he, said, he says, you relax your body, but the strides got to stay the same, right? You relaxing your body, you're not going slower and you're not going faster, but it's all relaxation and holding, right? Then the last, the next 100, which is key where I get this topic, the next 100, he said, it's all about positioning. I don't run faster and I don't run slower again, but the force in which I move my arms and the force in which I put my toes into the ground is stronger. So it's the same motion, but my force, my strength picks up. And then the last 400, he's, I mean, the last 100 home, he says, you got to pray. But what I thought was key was in the midst of how it looks like he was running extremely hard in the, in the 300, at, by the time it hits 300 meters, he says, I'm not running harder. He says, my stride is the same, but my force with my body is stronger because I'm getting myself in position to win the race. Oh, my gosh. He was getting himself in position to win the race. The race ain't even over yet. He's still got 100 meters. All right, I'm trying to talk to somebody today. You need to start positioning yourself with your stride in life to win the race. What am I saying? I need you to start investing in some seminars. I need you to start reading some more books, even if it's audible, like I said, whatever fits your book. But I need you to start investing in your knowledge. All right. I want you to start volunteering. Yeah, you're not where you want to be, but there's a field in which you're already diving into of where your goal, uh, your goal of achievement is. So can you volunteer with an organization? Can you can you volunteer to try to help somebody who's already doing what it is that you so that you can learn? It's not to take or to become, but perhaps you get out there and volunteer. You learn things from a different perspective and you embody it and come in with your own plan of how you're going to change the game and be successful like nobody else does because you put your own twist on it. Yo, maybe there's some courses you need to take. Maybe enrolling at a local community college and just grabbing some writing courses. Or, or perhaps maybe it could be as simple as, I don't know, getting your stride right with being on time, positioning yourself, making changes in your life personally that will help you get to the destination that you want to be at. What is the positioning that you have to do for yourself? All right. And look at it. All right. Think about those things more closely. All right. You want to be able to do what Michael Johnson said in that in that 300, in that curve. I want us to start positioning ourselves in life for the win. Yeah, doesn't mean you working harder. Doesn't mean you're easing up off the gas. No, you just hitting life with an added level of force. Yeah, an intense focus. When you watch Michael Johnson run that curve at the 300-meter mark, yo, 
his body really looks like, he is so relaxed. But when you look closer at his arm movement, when you look at the way his feet are hitting the ground so strongfully and forcefully, you see that in that 300, yo, he's actually coming out of it with the lead already. In that 300, he's already said to himself, I'm positioning for success. So today, on this Saturday, what are the adjustments that you will make or are making in your stride? Mm. And I'm talking your life. In your life that are positioning you for success. Are you letting go of friends? Is the drinking and the smoking, is it in the rearview mirror? Right? Right? Are there some things that you got to get rid of that are distractions in your life? Yo, do you have to sit back and turn the music down? Do you have to step away from TV because it's such a big... What are the things that you can do to position yourself to win this race towards success? And nobody can decide that for you but yourself. But guess what? The decisions that you make today will pay dividends in your tomorrow. But you got to be willing to see that some of our strides, yo, they ain't right. And they ain't right because we got things hanging down on our ankles. We got things weighing us down in our shoulders that we got to weed out, that we got to get to the left, that we got to move over to the right so we can have clear direction and line sight to come out of the curve in position to win this race. Yo, that's what it's all about, man. Track and field will speak to you. I don't care if you enjoy the sport. I don't care if you don't know nothing about the sport at all. Hopefully you understand the analogy I'm painting with how the sprinter utilizes their stride to get to the finish line. Is the same way you can look at your life and figure out how you change up your stride in terms of the people, in terms of the family, in terms of the space, in terms of the place, in terms of the knowledge and wisdom that you need to gain to finish your own personal race towards the goal that you want ah i love it y'all let's go ladies and gentlemen so we can grow oh yeah come on by yeah hey we got that latin flavor today come on santana Yo, Santana been good to us, y'all. Santana been good to us all day. Oh, yeah, come over. Oh, man, that song has been in movies, right? Countless commercials. Come on, man. Thank you, Carlos Santana and Santana the band. All Listen, all of the Grammys, yo, all the consistency. I want y'all to see how it ties into everything that we talk about on this show. Man, 26 albums. Come on, somebody. Yo, you can't just do that. 1969 all the way up until up until now being successful in music. Yo, you got to love what you do. Yeah, I think that's an understatement in all the stuff we've talked about today. You have to love what you do. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I am at TC Speaks, uh, 32 all social media platforms. This one has been one for the books, y'all. We dropping some definite gems. I appreciate all y'all's feedback. Thank y'all for sending in your text messages. 512-337-3776. Um, yo, thank you to all the listeners who send forth your emails. Y'all know I respond in real time. Tyler at tcspeaks.com. I am tylercampbell.com. You can head there. And, yes, don't forget to go and get that Amazon best-selling biography. The ball came out, life from the other side of the field, my story. Uh, we're trying to make his story, <laughs> all right, in, in the words of Drake. I did it from him. Uh, but today has been amazing, y'all, all right? It has been 
It's been a story of not necessarily a track and field journey, but we did utilize track and field to just walk alongside it for us and, and help tell a story. Uh, the story, the message has been it's time to get your stride right, right? And we walked through three basic principles of how we go about doing that or two basic principles thus far of how we go about getting our stride right. And principle number one was you have to know your stride and you have to accept it, all right? Accept how the man up above created you. What he gave you. Search yourself to learn those things, and you've got to accept your stride. It may not be pretty. You guys, as a woman, you may not be the one with the longest hair, right? You may not be the one uh, 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 that, that has the dimples, right? All right, but, but you are you. Yet and still, yo, you're still beautiful. And, and to my fellas, you may not be the tallest one. You may not have the biggest muscles, but guess what? You can draw like it ain't nobody's business. But if you're not careful in accepting what you got, you will bypass the gifts that you have been blessed with that will help you get to the goal and ultimately be where you want to be in life. All right, so know your stride, your stride meaning your life or the way that you've been created, the way that you walk, the way that you talk, the way that you live. Know who you are and accept it. Principle number two, all right, positioning yourself is key. All right, to be able to capitalize on opportunities, yo, you got to make sure you're in the right position. And I utilized Michael Johnson as an example in the previous segment because when he came out of the curb and he still had a quarter of the ways to go in the 400, all right? Michael Johnson, for those who don't know, he's a full, he was the 400-meter record holder with a time of 43.18, all right? The world had never seen anything like that before. He broke the barrier. He broke the mold, all right? He did his thing, 43.18. And what he said was was key. He said, I get out on the first 100. I sprint as hard as I can. Then I relax on the back 100. I hold it. I don't run faster. I don't run slower. I hold it. Third 100, he says, I'm about positioning myself. That's where I got this from. I'm about positioning myself. I'm not running faster. I'm not running slower. But I'm putting my arms and my legs to work with force. With force. I'm utilizing Force, arms, force, feet, force. And by the time he comes out of that last, that third 100, Michael Johnson has already positioned himself to win the race. He's in first place. In the last 100, he's cruising and focused on the finish line. So you've got to position yourself, or excuse me, positioning yourself is key. How do you position yourself? Maybe I need to let go of noise in my life. Right. Maybe I need to invest in some seminars. Right. Maybe I need to go volunteer and serve somewhere so I can see how things are done so I can get a better look at what I could be doing better to my own business plan. Maybe I need to take some courses at a local community college. Maybe I need to go back to school. Right. Ain't no shame in that. Maybe I need to go sit in the classroom so I can get around young people to see how they think because I'm building software and an app that could hopefully uh, be something that they will utilize and get me to my destination faster. Maybe I need to change what I'm listening to. All right. Maybe I need to know my competitors a lot better. Those are all things that you can do to position yourself in life. Yeah. To be successful. All right, I'm talking real life, real talk, y'all. Utilize what you have around you, but make changes as to how you do things to get your stride right where it needs to be. Yeah, we're talking about getting your stride right, all right? So just utilizing track and field as an example to walk alongside with, all right? Principle number three, principle number three, find your momentum. Find your momentum, all right? It's just like racing. It's just like anything else in life. Listen, how you start 
is not always how you finish. When you look at somebody who's racing, a person doesn't automatically get to full speed once the gun starts. It doesn't happen that way, even in the quickest of races. And then when you get to longer races, of course, it's not about getting to full speed all the way through because you've got to be able to carry yourself depending on how the race goes for a longer distance. So it takes time. How do you get to that level of your high endurance sprint? You've got to build some momentum for yourself. How do you ensure that you reach the finish line towards that project that you need to get done for approval because it may be the thing that changes the trajectory of your life and you've got to have some momentum with it. Where does your momentum come from? All right, put yourself through analysis and, and, and really get in deep with understanding who you are. Is it the mental fortitude? When times get tough, do you have the mental just push through, made up in your mind that allows you to complete a project? Some people don't have that. All right, some people have to lean on somebody else's shoulder. Some people need a coach. Right. To help them push through. But some people have the mental fortitude. Like when the tough get going, when the toughness comes, yo, the tough get going. And they just literally can pick up when a deadline is vastly approaching and still operate with the level of frequency, operate with the level of precision, operate with the level of exactness that they need to finish. Some people are like that way, but not everybody is. Some people who sprint, some people who are in track and field, yo, they vibe off the crowd. Right. The, the, the ability to know that they are approaching the finish line, the race is almost over. They hear the crowd stomping their feet. They hear the yelling, which may trigger them to think like, maybe somebody's on my hip right now. Maybe someone's trying to come and take my title with 30 more meters to go. I've got to build up more speed. I've got to carry my momentum through the finish line. All right. Some people feel build momentum off of competition. Yo, are you the type of person who you tend to know that you get lazy when you don't have the competition in the room on your job? Yep, when you know your boss ain't coming around. When you know that person at work who loves their job just as much as you do, when they don't come in to work that day, you're not necessarily giving it your all. But when they're there, yo, you tap into another level of competition. Maybe some people know when this proposal that you have to do, this pitch that you have to make, yo, it's do or die. When competition is at its heightened, high, heightened point, some people's level of momentum builds to an even higher rate. My pa used to tell me, yo, when he knew the Steelers were coming into town, Earl Campbell, NFL Hall of Famer, running back, he strapped up his shoulder, his chin strap a little bit tighter. It was like, yo, buckle up. This is going to be a full four quarters of football up against the Steel Curtain defense. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, your stride can change. And you need to find the momentum as to how you kick it into that extra gear. Kelly Frazier Price uh, is a Jamaican-born sprinter, all right? An amazing, amazing athlete. Probably will go down as also one of the top sprinters in that conversation. I love her because she's 35. She turned 35 years old last year. And for the sixth time, she went under 10.7 in the 100-meter dash. A model of consistency. Why is that unique? You say, oh, Tyler, she's just 35. Listen, to be a mother and to give birth 
in your duration as a professional track and field athlete at the back part of your career. They nicknamed her the Mommy Rocket because she came back from pregnancy and she's running even faster in some ways. Y'all know I can't even envision. I've watched my wife give birth, but I know for all the things that it takes to be able to carry a child, what it does to you physically as you get older as a woman and then try to get on the track and still compete at the highest of levels. Yo, it's crazy. But when you watch her run, her ability to carry momentum in a 100-meter dash and a 200-meter dash is literally unbelievable. Nobody can storm and pick up speed like she can and close stronger and hold it down the track and get to her destination. She literally has that momentum. Where do you get your momentum from? Where does it come from? Is it the thinking of your the thought process of your children? Does that give you momentum? Is it, yo, it's do or die time for me. My family needs me. My wife needs me. Is that where you, some of us have not had health on our side. Do we get momentum now because we know, yo, our, our, our days of energy, like me, a person with multiple sclerosis, yo, our, our days of good energy are, are counting down for us. You know, that might be the reality that somebody faces. Oh, is it, is it mortgage, it, your mortgage payment is coming up and you got to come up with the money that you need to. Yo, momentum. That you got to put in the hours like you need to. Momentum. Your child has a baseball game and you you got to get down the highway at a faster rate of speed. Yo, show momentum. What needs to change in you that allows you to recognize how to build momentum on yourself? Watch this. Without having to be pushed by an outside party to be able to do it. Find out where you get your momentum from. Where you start is not always where you finish. But it's all important because it determines how your stride is going to be in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk in life in the midst of talking track and field. Today we discuss how you get your stride right or it's time to get your stride right. Principle number one, know your stride and accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know how you walk it and know how you talk it and accept it. Principle number two, positioning yourself is key. Where do you need to invest yourself so you can experience the most growth that you need? And shout out to the mommy rocket, Kellyanne Frazier Price, for her level of consistency. Find the momentum. That's principle number two. Number three, where do you get momentum from? Where do you get your drive from? Is it family? Is it faith? Is it fear? Is it your childhood? Is it what, what keeps your momentum going at the highest rate of speed that will propel you to get to your destination? How do you pick up speed? How do you finish? Yeah, you need momentum to do those things. Where do you get your momentum from? And when you know, yo, put that in your mind and put it on wash, rinse, and repeat over and over again. It's your man Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. I love y'all and I respect y'all. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can go. Peace!